8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Gada. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Gada. And a warm welcome to you. Welcome to The Viewpoint. It's my view, which is one thing. We have the guest view that is important and your view listening and also critically important. All of that collectively forms and makes the viewpoint. The show lasts from 8 to 10, so two hours every single weeknight, well, excluding Fridays, because that really is the weekend, so 8 to 10 p.m. And we always start with a big hitter. We will, later on, talk about other issues, including uh, two, three examples of people um, who've been rubbed in Johannesburg and others have just simply walked by and continued. And many of them have taken some Video footage just to confirm that they have walked by, meaning no interventions at all. That comes up after nine o'clock. Let's start, however, with our big hitter, who's Zizi. We're going to get to him in a minute. He's Zizi Codwell, who is now an NEC member of the ANC. We know that. Now we, we do have the Zizi Codwell, a former ANC spokesperson. Uh, Zizi Codwell's got a very, he's got a new title, right? Uh, of course, part of the National Working Committee, but let's find out what that new title may be. Zizi, appreciate your time and thanks for joining us. Thanks very much. Good evening to you and your listeners. Right. Let's, let's confirm this. What, what, is your, what is your new title? I'm the head of the presidency. I'm the head of the president's office. Okay. So, so what, what does that person do, the head of the presidency? You're basically running the office of the president. Okay. And, 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 and an example of, you know, explain when you say running it, for those that don't know, running it means what? Running would mean somebody who's your uh, managing director, Somebody who's your CEO, somebody who's over, who's, who has got an overall function, is to make sure that the office of the president functions, the interface with the people, responds to things that the president sometimes they don't require the president because he's not in the office most of the time, to make sure that the office functions. And I think in the overall structure called the ANC, but also its interface with the public in general. So help us answer this one then, because we'll talk about the National Working Committees, uh, some of the the key views in the next uh, minute or so. But in terms of you running the presidency, so being the MD or the CEO, how is your office running? How is business? No, it's okay. (laughs) Look, it's got new challenges. I'm no longer the spokesperson. I must wake up at five to interviews. Mm. There's a lot of thinking. There's a lot of uh, strategic thinking that must go because you take decisions in the main. That affect ordinary matter. I mean, who comes from Kumbu, who's somewhere in Linyenge. It's important that whatever decision is taken, therefore, it's been thought through. And you must help the president at times to take those decisions. And therefore, in processing those decisions, it will require that you yourself must apply your mind. And, and what sort of a change has that been for you? Well, a lot. I mean, politically, I mean, to be a spokesperson is something else. To be a spokesperson, really... Uh, I know you always say a spokesperson is a spin doctor. You're, you're going to spin. Uh, you actually have to speak and be the voice and the face of the African National Congress. You've got to be grounded in the policies of the ANC. You've got to communicate even the most difficult decisions. But being in now in the office of the president, a member of the NEC, a member of the NWC, you almost sit in all the structures that take decisions. And therefore, the exposure in terms of decisions of the organization is much more greater than when the spokesperson. Well, absolutely. Let, let's now, now, in your absence in, in the previous few minutes, we had a few people calling and SMSing. I can tell you one thing, Nzizi, and this, this should concern you. Uh, I'm not saying it's a reflection of the whole country, but goodness, people are so 
disappointed with the ANC. They're so angry, so disappointed. They don't believe anything you say. They don't believe even some of the pronouncements on VBS and the National Working Committee. What do you feel about that, considering you do have an election to win? You need to stay in power. You must not look at it negatively. Majority of people who have been angry with the ANC over a period of 10 years, which objectively is a very difficult period we're coming from as the ANC. As you see now, there's a change of heart. Uh, we're beginning to warm up. If you look at the ratings, for example, of the president of the ANC since Nazareth, you can see that people are beginning to reclaim their own ANC. The first thing you must appreciate is that people in majority of cases who criticize the ANC for many reasons, they don't do so out of hatred. They do so out of love of the ANC. They are basically saying, without saying, that the ANC can do better. Because majority of them, they know no other organization except the African National Congress. The second point is that the reason a lot of people, there is almost like an outpouring outcry, whatever decision the ANC takes, because the decision that the ANC takes affects an ordinary Madlamini, it affects an ordinary uh, somebody who's somewhere in Kwamakuta. Again, because the ANC is not a property of those who are elected or those who carry membership of the ANC, the ANC is a property of the people of South Africa, many of whom are just supporters of the ANC based on two values and principles, principle of trust and principle of hope. Well, let's talk about that. You're saying they do so out of love. I, I would say then it's, it's a love relationship that's gone sour. Based upon what they're saying, uh, that means there's a deep disappointment in uh, w- with their lover. Absolutely. That's why our president uh, in just has been going around, if I remember, uh, immediately after the conference, that we must do everything that we can to win back love. Our people believed in the ANC. If you look at the ANC's performance since 1994, it has our people, not because some of them have, have gained or achieved anything individual materially, but they've always believed that only the African National Congress, through its policies, its leadership. But what is important is that uh, a lesson for us is that over a period of 10 years I'm talking about, there's been an erosion of trust. And we allowed trust deficit to grow. And immediately there's trust deficit because trust is an intersection, is a nexus that connects the ANC and the people. Immediately there is a, a, a trust deficit between the people and the ANC. It does affect a lot, including the African National Congress, in terms of extending in society. All right. Let's, let's then pick up... Um on, on, on some of the points based on that National Working Committee uh, meeting that you people had and, and some thoughts. Let's talk about, let's start with Women's Month, right? So the obvious thing is, yes, there's, there's, a, uh, there's Women's Month. We need to ensure that women get their place in society. There's an issue of violence uh, against women. And, it, and we can play a tape record over the last 20 years. We'll get the same discussion. What's, where, what's the ANC stance on the status of women and to ensure that the status of women is raised and maintained and strengthened? We, we, are, we are concerned about the levels of gender-based violence in the country. We had said at the time, well, we are concerned about uh, the levels of homicide in the country and some of the incidents that have happened. Um, I was in the in Western Cape. Some of the incidents that happened in some areas of the Cape Flats, and I think it's important not only must we deal with the issues of two issues that I've just mentioned, that women can be seen as nothing else but objects of men. And therefore, in dealing with this issue, we must mobilize society in its entirety. Not only must we work it in ANC item in terms of its agenda, like very good on the 1st of August, that women in different uh, formations, organized and unorganized, stood up and raised 
but also it can't be the women's issue. It can't be the issue of feminists only. It must be the issue of men too. It must be the issue of the society in its entirety to say not in our name and we must protect the most vulnerable, in this case, including women. What do you, what do you therefore attribute the the issue of violence against women. And I, and I want to spin this around, considering our initial discussion about spin doctors, right, that since the majority of people in South Africa have voted for the ANC uh, since democracy, the dawn of democracy, right, it goes to go with good reason to, to believe that so many people who are guilty of, of perpetrating violence against women would well be ANC supporters. Uh, that must be a massive concern about your your organization, your party's inability to, to, to shift behavioral change amongst people. We have not succeeded to dismantle uh, the officials of patriarchy in our society. Uh, and until we do that, not only must we make that as an agenda of the Women's League, as an agenda of women's formations in society, it must be all of us men who must also be committed. That's why we have legislations. For example, we are the only party that came up firstly with 50% women representation, now 50%, 50-50. And not only in the structures of the ANC, we do try very hard to balance that in terms of government. But we also say the same in the private sector, where we see boardrooms which are male-dominated, particularly of a, of a different race. And we think a lot needs to be done because women are not only are exploited on the basis of the women, there is, I mean, the, 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 an assumption that they don't qualify, they are exploited on the basis that they are women. And therefore, we must deal with tendencies of patriarchy, and we must make sure that decisively we create an environment where women are also respected in the same way, and are given opportunities in the same way which are equal to men. Okay, are you are you confident? I mean, you, you already said you you've not succeeded in dismantling patriarchy and, and that entire system. Uh, so it's it's a it's a it's a countrywide thing, but it's certainly an ANC problem considering the level of influence the ANC has. How, how will you change what you're unable to change all these years? One of the other things that we can change overnight. There are other things that we must continue to mobilize society as a whole. And I think if we are to work with different stakeholders. That's why in the main we are talking about social compacts. We are talking about social partners, for example, when we deal with different sectors of our economy. We are not talking about Bambanani. We are talking about Tumamina. These are initiatives which are meant to mobilize society around social values. And the times, of course, is difficult because the ANC's ability, it must be as, as in, in what is defined as organization. Organization means an ability to help people to resolve their problems. In other words, the ANC cannot resolve a problem of Mamumat Lamini about a child with a delinquent family. But the ANC must be a reference point to help Mamumat to resolve that problem. So we must help people, we must be a reference point in many ways or another, including government institutions, must help people to resolve their own problems. But there are certain family values that have almost got eroded over a period of time. And part of the problems we have is a weak structure called family in society. Some of the things you hear, you always ask, where is a family? And obviously, as you visit, you walk around the country, you see the dysfunctionality of a structure called family in different areas, and it therefore impacts on certain social ills you see around the country.
Okay, let's let's move on to other things. Uh, the issue of Section 25 of the Constitution is interesting because, as we're well aware, I chatted to Vincent Smith before, who heads up that parliamentary uh, committee uh, into into the people's views around Section 25 and whether it needs a change. But but as we now know, uh, he's very much a part of the ANC, but, but the decision has already been made. So where, where does this put his um, canvassing nationwide of, what, 1.1 million people giving input, oral or written? Yeah, the statement of the NWC and the NEC was not meant to undermine the public parliamentary hearings. You remember we've been participating through various formations in these uh, public hearings, whether they are in Nelspreit, whether they are in the Bobo, throughout the country, in Umtata. And what we said, there was only one weekend left when we made a statement, and that weekend, the only one province that was left was Weekend Chief. And from our participation in these forums, overwhelming view, could not have been changed by Western Cape. It was very clear that almost in all the hearings held, there was a dominant voice that was coming up. It was not undermining, but however, like all political parties, they've announced their intention. Even prior to the public hearings, there's nothing wrong for a political party that is represented in parliament, such as the ANC, to make its voice and intention known in terms of what will happen uh, when the, that process gets to parliament. But we say... That view that the ANC holds, it must be done within the parliamentary processes. It must be done parallel. It won't be done outside of what the constitution and the law, because our decision and the resolution in terms of expropriation of land without uh, compensation rests on three uh, anchors. Firstly, it's legal framework. It must be done within the law and the constitution. Two is the views of our people are very important. In the same way our views, our people shaped what we call today Freedom Charter, which is under it is one of the um, anchor pillars upon which our constitution rests. Thirdly, that we must reject all things that are illegal, including land, uh, um, illegal land uh, uh, expropriation and many other things such as land invasion. Okay. You say it was not meant to undermine. I just want to get clear, clarity on this one. But the reality is, is the process has been undermined, hasn't it? No, the process hasn't. Uh, I mean, the ANC only spoke about, um, I'm talking about two weeks back. Uh, other parties spoke even before the start in Parliament or the, the hearings. But all that we say is that it was clear from our own view what came out. We couldn't undermine and we, couldn't, we did not say anything contrary what the public hearings overwhelmingly were saying is that all hearings that have been heard confirmed one thing. Our people said one thing. The constitution must be explicit under which conditions an expropriation could be done. And the Western Cape as well, it added its voice. It did not mean that the, the Western Cape as it stands now was influenced by the ANC's pronouncement. No. No, they've argued differently. If the ANC's pronouncement was made prior to the commencement of the public hearings is made almost at the tail end with one province, which was left with three hearings in Oakland, in Beaufort West, and the one in Bibit. Okay, so so you're very satisfied if, if others come and, and criticize the ANC of undermining the process that you'd be able to defend the position, you think it's all fine, right? Everybody has got a view in South Africa, and the African National Congress has got a right, like you asked, to explain its views. Uh, but if those would always be done in the context, well, constitutional democracy, well, okay. a party that must, must never hide its views, and nobody must speak on behalf of the ANC, the ANC must speak for itself. 
All right. Let let's talk about let's talk about uh, the hashtag Tumamina campaign. Uh, first came to the fore when when the president uh, of the ANC, when the president, the president of the country, in fact, I think his first day at work or at the State of the Nation address. Right. It's since been adopted by the ANC. Many people are critical. I, I must say, as someone who's involved in marketing myself, I always felt that shouldn't it just be a national campaign, not so much an ANC campaign? H- how is it playing out? Tumamina is not an ANC campaign. And we have said that time and time again. We are responding to a call made by the President of the Republic. It means the State of the Nation address. He's addressing the nation. And he uses Tumamina, a song by the late Juma Segala, may he soul rest in peace. He says this is what, at the current moment, we need to do as a nation. And therefore, we implemented, we implement as an organization, anybody, Tumamina, yourself you can be too much. And a lot of people who have got nothing to do with the ANC have been too much everywhere, including some of the calls we get on a daily basis, or organized and non-organized formations. They also want to be too much uh, in, in their own way, without saying the president must come here. They say we've got this idea. We are invited by ideas of people who say, on behalf of my country, I don't want to ask what my country can do for me. This is the idea I have. In fact, I tweeted about it today, just ironically, just sometime this morning, uh, and certainly the Champion South Africa movement speaks about that, that I'm involved in, right? Let, let's move on, however, to, to other issues. The, the issues of, of the, the morale of the president. Uh, so there's a thought that certainly when, when President Ramaphosa came to power, that, you know, I didn't coin that phrase Ramaphoria, somebody did, but Increasingly, there there are examples of being being critical of his leadership now, and say, "Well, you know what? It, it's just a whole lot of, you know, euphoria in the moment." But but he, his hands are absolutely tied. Now you are, as per your initially admission, uh, you are very much in the engine room of the presidency. H- how are you dealing with that? Unless we close our eyes to the reality, uh, it is the reality of the fact that the outcomes of the last conference of the AFC brought some hope to ordinary South Africans. Uh, what was clear before that conference is that the ANC was almost losing the ground. And that, that setback we suffered in 2016 uh, local government elections. And that, we can't close the fact that ordinary people that I'm talking about who criticize the ANC even today, they do so not out of hate. Um, they appreciate their own organization. They will also do so with the head of the organization called President Sarah Ramaphosa. They will do so because they expect more things to be done. Hence, we say, this is a moment we characterize as New Dawn. New Dawn is not a policy. New Dawn is not a person. It's not a resolution. We are characterizing the environment. The environment post-Nazareth, uh, there is one positive optimism about the future of this country, not only about Ramaphosa as a person, about the future of tomorrow. That we seem to, well, what is called a national mood. It's important when we run a country. The national mood is very positive if you look at all the research done by critical institutions that are independent. Indicate, they all indicate one direction, that there is some uh, positive optimism about the direction of the country at the moment. However, notwithstanding some of the social areas, the real problems we face, that must be dealt with decisively. Because I was going to tell you, now, I'll get to uh, Mona Nana just in a second. The national mood can't be very positive. I, I think you may be right to saying it's far more positive than in what it was a few months ago, but to suggest that it's very positive suggests that things are perfect and, and we can give you hundreds of examples. People are so disillusioned. 
No, you must understand the mood does, does, does not talk about, it, it does not mean all the problems that face our people at first. It does not mean that the 27.2 unemployment uh, rate suddenly has been reduced to 5%. It does not talk about a majority of young people who are unemployed. Many of them are graduates. It does not talk about that issue. What is important in the running of a country is that it must inspire hope. That's why it is important that the leadership of any country, including our country, must do two things. It must restore confidence and it must inspire hope. Somebody must see that things as they are, they are likely there's a possibility of change. Unlike when we see in the past that people lost it because of what we call trust deficit. People had no hope that things are likely to be changed because, among other things, there were serious allegations about the ANC being concerned about itself in terms of members who are involved in corruption, while we don't care about people. There is now this positive optimism that we are fighting corruption decisively, and action is being taken, and visible people can see that there is action being taken, because this is a public mm-hmm. press, not the money of those elected. Those are the things that create what I call national mood. Not political things that you don't have a house, you'll have a house tomorrow. But the things that gives you hope, uh, in terms of nation building of your own country, that in terms of my country, I can see in the now that there is direction. Well, I think the point is well made. If you don't fight corruption, you're looking for serious trouble uh, in the 2019 election. Not only that, but also because not fighting corruption as the ruling party would just be the wrong thing to do anyway. Let's get let's get some calls. Uh, Mononana on the line. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, Ashlam. Yeah, good talking to you. You still remember me. Yes, you you won that big prize uh, about a few months ago, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. I remember I bet, that. I won the chess and the tables. Ashraf, that was the first and the last thing. I want to ask Zizi Goga, what are they doing for the rural people in Sikukuniland? Because I'm on the fifth year without a sponsor. My children had to be home. For a month this winter, they are talking of empowering the future generation, but they don't help us. Can Zizi Goga promise me today that he will send people to Hamarishani and see how poor I am situated with the children that I am teaching? All right, just pause, okay? Because I can't answer this. Zizi Kodwa, can you promise uh, Monanana about uh, meeting her needs in Marishane? She's listening on the radio. It does appear that uh, there is something that she is doing that uh, she has not been supported. But let me say this, uh, that the reason we have a department called Rural Development is to ignite rural economies so that people like her don't have to come to Johannesburg and everywhere else that is why now, given the sluggish growth of our economy, we say we're proposing stimulus package. And one of the areas we're focusing on is agriculture, precisely the nature of our uh, uh, areas. So that we give, we build, for example, tools, we give implements to rural people so that they can do agriculture, they can create jobs, they can do livelihood, so that areas such as the areas in Skukuni, people can survive. People can survive. Okay, let's, uh, Mononana. You know, there's no direct help there from you. You know, for you now, but but you need to just keep out, keep an eye, and see what what can happen. How many minutes more we've got with you, Zizi? I know we jo- you joined us late. Uh, have you got a few more minutes to talk to us? 
We've got five. Okay, five more minutes. Let, let's then pick up. There's a lot of other people who want to talk to you, but let's just see if we can uh, pick out other issues that are that are critically important. So you've already made the point about corruption and, and, and the stance against that. Let's talk about uh, ANASFIS, the National Student Financial Aid Scheme. And, and the central part of that is the access to education. Suddenly now we've got, uh, we've got, we've got serious problems around that. We've got the chairperson who's, who stepped down. There's serious disillusionment around it. What's the ANC take on that? Well, we have been assured by the minister that uh, there is a regulation that got nothing to do or it will not affect the operation and the function, the function of, the, of NSFAS. NSFAS is an important intervention of our democratic state, particularly to the poor and the working class. We have been assured as well that there is no problem of money in terms of NSFAS. The issue was that given some of the administrative problems that were there in terms of payment, for 2017-2018, they could not open immediately for application for 2019 before making the payments because there were some administrative issues. But we say as the ANC, whatever administrative problems that could or might exist uh, internally in terms of internal systems, it must not affect a court with a student who's lodging somewhere, with students who must not pay accommodation, and some of the students cannot, cannot afford food because there's money being held by the by NSFAS. Let's do those things. At the same time, we must make sure that it does not disadvantage the students. That is a mandate and instruction given to the minister. But however, if there are any issues that the minister would have to deal with to make sure that that important intervention uh, it, it does not undermine the very same objective in, under, for which it was created. And I think the minister is working 24-7 to make sure that at the moment deals with the backlog, does the payment of standing of 2016-2017 academic year, at the same time deals with the payment of standing of, of 2018. So we've been assured that there's no problem of money. The money is there. There's an issue that is being dealt with. And we know that in the past there was an issue that some of the money... Um, was directly administered by uh, universities. And universities, instead of paying that money to students for what it was meant for, they redirected for other projects. And there are some of those difficulties we face. And some of the money is being administered by NSFAS itself. And at the moment, there are those administrative problems where you pick up that the institution, in fact, students are now uh, high up, up and down because the university had used the money which was meant for students for other projects. These are issues of management of universities at the same time, but these are the issues of management because we want to make sure that we professionalize and make NSFAS more efficient for the benefit of students. All right, just just two things. Uh, your your take from an ANC perspective on the on, the, on public service transformation. Uh, tell me where you are at that. The ANC is emphatically against retrenchment both in the public sector and the private sector. That is why today we spoke about retrenchment in the mining sector, purportedly about 50,000, because that sector alone has, over a period of time, shedded about um, 70, less, not less than 78,000 jobs. And it remains an important um, sector in terms of our economy. In the public sector, the reports were quite mischievous over the weekend. There's no such an intention of our government. It's not an ANC policy in the first instance to retrench. However, I must indicate that there's been a continued discussion in the ANC and Alliance about an effective capable developmental state. What does that mean? 
or whether we are talking about the sites, whether we are talking about the reskilling, whether we are talking about upskill, without retrenching people. Those issues are part of the agenda that is before the Alliance Political Council, which was held about a month ago. We have agreed mm-hmm. that some of those issues are outstanding until the next meeting, which will be held soon, including how do we ignite economic growth? The issues we suggested about, for example, sovereign wealth fund, issues about stimulus package, how do we ignite different sectors of our economy? These are issues that are before the Alliance Political Council, which will meet soon. All right, and maybe just the last thing for now, we'll probably need to get you in some other time as well, but just for now, right, of all the things that, that falls on your lap, what, what gives you the biggest concern? The biggest concern, obviously, is the biggest concern of the president. The president is worried about the situation, for example, if you look at people in Kanyamazai, mm. if you look at people in Owen office, if you look at people everywhere, students, um, when he reads a report about the things that are happening, the president is worried about uh, corruption. Um, the president is concerned about sometimes ineffectiveness of government to respond effectively to the demands of our people. So his concern is concern of the office, because every time he sleeps late, gets up early, what are the issues? And everybody wants the peace and the ear of the president. And sometimes you can simply not divide him to everywhere else. People in Kanyamaza want him, people in office want him, people in the Western Cape want him, people in East London want him. And yet the diary doesn't allow that because no. of he's the head of state. And therefore, our worry is uh, not a concern of the president. How best do we make sure that we continue to address the hopes and aspirations of the people? That we must not fail in our desire to be servants of the people selflessly and without expecting any, any material gains. Okay, well, maybe that's why he's the president. Let's leave it at that for now. Uh, Zizi, appreciate your time, and we'll certainly make a plan to talk a lot more sometime down the line. I think lots of the issues much, we, need to, we need to cover. Absolutely, get you in studio as well. We'd certainly appreciate that. Zizi Kodobo, that new position now, the head of the presidency, effectively the MD or the CEO of this office called the presidency. Massive responsibility. I've got three calls. I couldn't take it with, with Zizi with us. It was not enough time. But I want to get your thoughts, Sandile, Willie, and Lehotla in a moment. Coming up this week on Presenter Search on 3, it's one last chance at life in the spotlight for the top six. After a no-elimination week on Reunion Island, each contestant is given the opportunity to show off their talent one last time and impress the judges with their final solo challenge. It all comes down to this. That's Presenter Search on 3, Thursdays at 7.30pm on SABC3. Repeat Saturdays at 12 midday. Fear, murder, serial killers, crimes of passion. It's all in a day's work for the Ravens, South Africa's elite specialized crime-fighting unit. Four top cops hunt the evil lurking in the shadows and will stop at nothing to bring the bad guys to justice. But will they win the battle against their own demons? Catch The Docket, SABC 3 at 9.30 on Wednesday nights from August 22nd. to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Asraf Garda. All right, so we'll take uh, three calls in one go. No Zizi Kodwa with us now, but we'll certainly try and get him in the studio one of these days. Sandile from KZN, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Uh, how, are, how are you, Asraf? I'm very good, my friend. Your thoughts? Okay. What's, what's your viewpoint? Okay, 100%. Uh, I'd like to say uh, I'm a businessman. I'm mm. 31 years old. I'm still a youth. 
I'm not a tender trainer. I'm a businessman. Right. I've employed uh, six people in my business. It's a good, viable business. Uh, but to come to the question of the ANC, as a youth, uh, myself, you know, I, I, I see no reason why should I vote ANC. Uh, there is not absolutely no reason why should I vote for the ANC. But to tell you something, I want to pose a challenge to all South Africans that in the next election, not this one, the one 2021 uh-huh. for, for councillors and so on, if the community, they can, they can mobilize themselves and choose the people who can represent the interest of the people, and then let us stop all of this party nonsense. Because none of the party is going to help us. It's only the people, the community themselves, who are going to help themselves. Okay, let's see if what happens. Can yeah. what can, can have an independent candidate and so on. And then we forget about all this party because tell, the country uh, will never right. have anyone. I'm going to leave it at that. Sandile, Sandile, I'm out of time, but that's why I'm going to leave it at that. But that is an issue that's been brought up by a few people. Say, let's just have people standing as independents. They mess up, they get kicked out in their ward. They're accountable to the, the a thousand people in their ward. They are the constituency. I'd like to see that tried, tried out anyway. Willie from Christiana, welcome to the show. What's your viewpoint? Yes, good afternoon, uh, uh, Ashraf. Quick, quick. So, yeah, uh, 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 I'm going to vote for ANC for, for, for in support of Sarah Ramaphosa because he's trying his best to correct the wrongs that, that, that were done by, by the former uh, president. Uh, Ashraf, quick, quick. Uh, I wanted uh, just to clarify the issue of uh, the former uh, um uh, uh, um, the premier of of Northwest, Mangapiru, who is still the chairperson at this point in time, whilst we've got uh, uh, another uh, uh, new premier. And then point number two would be that the allegations of of, of a new party that that is to be to be established okay. in, in Northwest. As, as you know, Zizi Kot was not with us, right? You know, Zizi Kot was gone, so we can't ask him that question directly. But you've put it up on the record, and maybe others will comment on that. Let's take the last call I can uh, with about a minute to go. Lechotla from uh, KZN. Hello. Like your name, very yes, important. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Ashraf is Lechotla. You are the Lechotla, right. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I'm a former regional secretary of, of the ANC in the area called Malasini region is in KZN in Newcastle. Right. Look, I would have preferred to raise my issue with Zizi, yeah. but obviously he's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, uh, you know, I, I, I wonder whether, you know, uh, the NWC and the NEC and the NEC has what the NEC, the then NEC has, you know, over who should lead the ANC. You know, because there was once a time in our times when the, the leadership of the ANC, be it a province or a national, will care as to who lead the ANC you know, and the belong structures. I'm saying that because in the area where I'm staying, man, uh, you know, the ANC is being led by people, not that they are incompetent, but they hate the ANC. Uh, I'm saying they hate... You're saying the ANC is being led by people who hate the ANC? They hate it because of the way that they are doing. They are doing things that are inconsistent to what the ANC will expect to these leaders. And this is, it, it is done in full view of the leadership, of the provincial leadership of the ANC. You know, since they came on, you know, to the leadership of the ANC, I mean, 
they are messing up the municipalities and okay. they are taking over management by people who doesn't have, I mean, they know how over, over the position that they'll be taking. So what's that? I mean, you are crippling the government. We right. are in the municipality that is dying because of, of, of its situation. Okay. I'm going to have I to mean, leave it at that. You employ the person who doesn't even have a metric in one of the municipalities. Right. Tell you what, we need to have another chat with you some other time. I need to leave it at that because we don't have much time. Thanks for that call. No, uh, you, appropriately called Lechotla. We need to get things together and get things working. Thanks for that. Um, and thanks for the many calls around the issue of the ANC and uh, the leadership. And Zizi was very clear comments, I think, about where he stands. We need to fight corruption. He's very, very clear and forthright about that, which I think will certainly stand him in good stead uh, in his new position, and not just as a spokesperson, but somebody in the engine room of the presidency of the ANC. We will talk about uh, muggings and people just standing by and ignoring them. What does that mean uh, in terms of South Africa's Ubuntu or the Southern African or African theme of Ubuntu in a moment, rather? Let's get the news now. Just go nine o'clock.